Blog Talk Radio. across time on the solstice itself, and I do have with me in just a moment, Sonia Grace. What a true blessing it is to have her with us on every equinox, every solstice, at least recently, and I know that many of you are enjoying these shows um, and listen to them across time. Let me tell you a little bit about Sonia, those of you who are new to this wonderful way shower. Sonia is the author of Become an Earth Angel, Advice and Wisdom for Finding Your Wings and Living in Service, as well as Earth Ways, Healing Medicine for the Soul, a Practical Guide for Ceremonies for the Earth. And as such, she is just so beautifully um, experienced in the realm of all things things related to the earth and all things related to those ceremonies and those practices we might use to honor her. Sonia has over 30 years experience. She has been helping so many people with seeing things more clearly, with with finding balance through healing and counseling. She teaches all over this planet. She is involved in film now. She is doing spiritual journeys and guiding people to sacred places. She has been on George Norrie's Beyond Belief Gaia TV program, which is always an honor. It is a rare privilege, and also on Coast to Coast multiple times. And I am so excited and blessed to know that she's also working on a new book for us all. And so I am just... So happy to welcome Sonia Grace back to the broadcast. Welcome back, Sonia. Yay, thank you for having me back. <laughs> I'm so excited. Aww. It's so good to get to talk to you again. And um, I know a lot of uh, people who work with me are listening, so a special uh-huh. hello to all of you. And to your listeners out there, um, I'm just. this is a really great honor for me to be able to talk about the summer solstice and 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 even more so what is going on <laughs> shall we all yell that yes. together what's yes. going what on, is in, going in, in, on? I, yeah. <laughs> in fact i'll share yeah. with the listeners something i told sonia before the show which was essentially what is going on <laughs> because there's just it's been such 
tumultuous energy, it feels like, so many things um, converging. And then also the guidance that I received today, very strongly, more, more than usual, listen to Sonia. And I'm just passing that out. Listen to Sonia, because you've got something to share with us today, don't you, Sonia? I do, I do. I have a lot to share. <laughs> yes, I, I, I really am excited, um, first of all, to say that, you know, the the summer solstice is just such a um, beautiful time of the year, because not only is it the longest day of the year, but it's a time where, you know, back during what we called the Druids or the Druid practice, they believed it was the marriage between the sun and the earth. And, you know, there's so many rituals and things that happen during the summer solstice. Um, and, of course, noted places around the planet like Stonehenge and Avebury Circle and different uh, megalithic sites that ha- have ongoing ceremonies that still take place today that people do in celebration of the solstice and um, I wanted to mention at the get-go so I could sort of bring a little bits and pieces of this into the conversation my new book which is called Spirit Traveler is going to be out in September and it's on pre-order right now on Amazon and also on my website and this book is you know, the subtitle is Unlocking Ancient Mysteries and Secrets of Eight of the World's Great Historic Sites. And it's, it's re- I'm really excited about it because it's my ability to basically time travel and experience what happened at these sites before the megaliths were even put in place and why they were put in place and why these different places around the world were built and what did they use them for and who were the people that did this. And so it's this incredible amount of of history that has been dropped into my lap and, and I have worked fast and furious to get it on paper so that people can share in that. I'm, I'm all about um, um, uncovering what we think we know about history and what really might have happened and giving people a different a different look because we've always really trusted our um, clergy and, and religious people and historians to record history the way that it happened. But that isn't always what took place back in the day. A lot of it was influenced by what religion was really the strongest or in place and who was in power, who had the power, and what did they want people in the future to know because, you know, someone uh, beat them and then they got the power back. So there's a lot of things that, that we have missed over time that I am making the attempt through my series of books called Spirit Traveler to uncover the truth in history. So I'm I'm very excited. I had to share that with you. Oh, and yes. We, yes. Well, I'm just excited to hear more about this project because, um, yes. you know, I, I think that we've all been awaiting another book from you. And, and mm-hmm. I love that you're covering, you know, each one of your books, Sonia, is so unique. Um, you you cover, I, and I, I I really admire that how how your own expansion as a teacher and as a soul, a spirit traveler yourself is reflected in your work, and and we see this unfolding over time. So so thank you. 
Yes, I'm I'm just really I cannot wait um you know for everybody to get to read this because it's so wonderful to be able to take people where I have been and what I've yes. seen and and been told and share that experience with everyone. Um the other thing I wanted to bring up today that I think is so fascinating is this this question we asked what's going on out there in the world. <laughs> I read an article recently in the BBC News that they detected gravitational waves coming at, you know, at us from the from uh-huh. universe. Um, I'm not back surprised. In, yeah, back in <laughs> September. Yeah. And I started really investigating what these gravitational waves are, and you know, I'm I'm not a scientist, and I'm not going to sit here and, you know, uh, profess some level of science understanding on this but what my guides told me i think is very interesting and that is that gravity holds us to the planet it holds everything Mm -hmm. to the planet Mm -hmm. but we're allowed to move so much like connective tissue in the body we have this connective tissue but we still are able to move and they described gravity throughout the universe as the connective tissue throughout the universe and I, like I found that. that really, it's really fascinating. They said that we are very much affected by these gravitational waves and that it literally causes people to feel as if they're being, you know, like, like they want, they're going to go off planet. They're going to leave the planet. And I've heard that mm. from so many people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard mm-hmm. people say, God, when do I get to go? I'm so ready now. You know, and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's that, you know, it's that push-me-pull-me kind of feeling. We've got earth gravity pulling us down, saying, no, you're here now. But we have this external energy of gravity kind of playing with us as we, mm-hmm. you know, ebb and flow. And I feel um, it is definitely having an effect on the electromagnetic field. And I think that yeah. Um, yeah. there's a lot of things external from the sun and the energy from the cosmos coming in that transform and change the earth as much as earth changes herself. But uh, as, as we all have those moments in our life where we step back and we look at the bigger picture, oh, right, this didn't happen this way. It's because all these other people were involved. And if I look at the bigger picture, oh, my gosh, the entire community was involved. You know, whatever it is, it's like we get uh-huh. that big overview. It's the same with the universe. The earth is this very small planet in the scheme of everything, and it is being affected by a much bigger picture. Yeah. Is there anything we can do about it? Yes, absolutely. I feel the the thing that needs to be done is is for all of us to remember lifetimes, lifetimes, lifetimes of uh-huh. being here and leaving and coming in and going out and coming in and going out. We've all had these lifetimes. And the more that we can embrace and be comfortable with this, again, this lifetime is just a barely a blink of the eye mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. our existence, the easier it will be to sort of drop down and just be in the moment and enjoy what the moment is and not get all riled up that oh my god the world's going to end and the market's going to crash and i mean there's just so much doom and gloom going on out there Mm -hmm. and i just i cannot i it's very hard for me to hear because i believe that every time we engage in that kind of conversation 
we are adding to the collective karma of destruction, of total annihilation and destruction. And we come from that. Many of us have been on planets before we ever came to Earth where it was destroyed. It was blown up. It was completely destroyed. So we come in with that in our soul body as memory, and there's this whole you know, driving force in humans that there's going to be some kind of a, you know, an end. Look at the prophecies. Look at everything that people believe in. You know, yeah, yeah it's the end of the world. It's the, you know, the the rapture, the this, the that. Oh, my God. It's like if we could just step back again and look at the overview and say, okay, I've lived for, God knows, an infinite amount of time in lives all over the universe, and here I am having this earthly experience how can I be here and simply be settled and okay with I'm having a human experience, but I'm on a body that is so far greater than mine and so much more powerful mm-hmm. that I will do best to just enjoy and be in this moment rather than get worked up that somehow it's all going to end in disaster. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, I don't we, see it. I don't see it in oh. dis- ending in disaster. We get so attached, don't we? You know, we we forget. Oh, we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do. It it that mm-hmm. you're you know this life, it is just. I mean, I think that that treasuring the life that we're experiencing right now in this mm-hmm. moment is important. But at the same time, the big picture, and and I also feel like so often we we really can't see how all the pieces are coming together. And, you know, such a a beautiful example, you know, with with the really um, awful things that have happened, you know, in the last week Mm -hmm. or so, and and yet also the light emerging, too, you know, how unlikely people are are waking up, you know, those you might are suddenly – you know, being kind and and being mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. accepting in ways that are amazing, and then in other ways, you know, yeah. there's a starkness too. I mean, there's some cases mm-hmm. where the judgment and and things have gotten worse, but but mm-hmm. really, if you look at the light, I mean, even through, I mean, well, it's the human experience, isn't it, Sonia? Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, it is the, the contrast and how light emerges. It is. It is. It's very much in duality, and we're still experiencing sort of this extreme dualism, you know, where yeah. extre- this where things are really, really good or things are really, really bad, and we're kind of, you know, going back and forth between these two extremes, trying to find balance. And I, you know, in all the meditation retreats that I do, which are, you know, all over the world, I teach mm-hmm. that finding that state of balance within yourself by doing you know, deep processing, really clearing and, and healing the emotional wounds from your childhood and past lives and getting to that deeper state of peace in your soul body, that that is truly a way to sit in balance of these extremes that we're feeling right now. And yeah. I, I spoke to a friend of mine who's a wonderful astrologer, and she was telling the, me that right now we are in this giant grand cross and we're in this, uh, astrologically speaking, until October. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me that, um, you know, this is all about, you know, Saturn sitting at the top of this cross. It's all about vengeance and punishment. 
And I started thinking about that, and I thought, you know, how many people, because they get upset or they're fearful or they've been hurt, retaliate with some kind of punishment? You know, you can't have that. I'm not going to give that to you today. You can't, you can't be on the computer today. You know, I mean, from parents punishing their children yeah. to people punishing each other, saying things that, that, are, that are really that translated as, I feel really hurt, I feel betrayed by you, I feel, you know, like you didn't really hear what I was trying to say. There's really a hurt and a pain behind mm-hmm. that punishment. But we're mm-hmm. in an energy, astrologically speaking, that really brings that punishment, that vengeance out in people. And it, to me, it's an opportunity to say, okay, let's all really get in touch with that and feel what that is inside of each one of us and come to peace with it, come to terms with it. Recognize the wounded inner child who was punished or maybe, you know, the recipient of someone's venge- vengeful, you know, anger when they were yeah. little and they were really hurt by this. And then we start to see the collective karma in all of this we start to see where we've all experienced on one side of it or the other that energy and we're simply participating as a collective and i think it's it's time you know i think it's time that we all have a really good look at ourselves and where we are carrying some of that energy where do we participate in you know punishing someone or something a a pet or a child or a person you know punishing that um to to somehow cope with and deal with with a really much deeper pain yes yes Mm -hmm. you know i'm seeing something i don't think i've ever seen before i swear it has been the oddest day Mm -hmm. my logo you know, normally it says the frontier beyond fear. It's it's and and we're up on the front page of Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio has turned mm-hmm. to pure white. It is it is oh, the wow. only one. It is just white. That's all it is. Wow. And there's no reason at all. I mean, I can see that it still exists. And you know, the the computer scientist in me is saying, okay, you know, is it still defined? You know, yes, it's still defined. Right. And it's right. just pure light right now and isn't mm-hmm. that a beautiful affirmation <laughs> yeah that's definitely just beautiful some light right now um and it does say summer solstice special with sonia grace and it shows you know the information but it just it's it's just pure light and that i think just, that's just that's about beautiful. the most beautiful affirmation I've seen, and I, I want that to radiate outwards because we all need this right now, I think, is, you know, what does light tell us? I mean, in terms of illumination, because it seems like even when we see that starkness, even when we're feeling conflict or, you know, hurt mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is, because there seems like there's just so much, the worry, the what is going on, all of that, the frustration. It's mm-hmm. like, what in the heck is going on with the election? You know, all that. And yet, well, it's a lot a lot of what we're dealing with is illusion, is illusion. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. I mean, we are in, I call this, this time period right now, the must-know-everything era. We're in the <laughs> must-know-everything era. People must know yeah. everything. How do you do yeah. that? How did you do that? I want to know how to do that. I want to know what that is. What do you mean you have to have brain surgery? Okay, now I have to know everything about the brain. Okay, no, you have to. You had a stroke. I need to know everything about a stroke. We have to know everything. Some things really we are required 
like if someone unfortunately has a stroke, because you end up being an advocate for that person who's now in the hospital and making sure that every, all the needs are met. But I'm telling you, there's some areas that it's like, oh, my God, we're in this need to know, must know now, and yet it's pulling us so far up into the head, we're forgetting to trust. We're forgetting yeah. to drop down into that really deep sense of trust and faith that we are benevolent beings. We're connected. We are connected to source and to the earth. And that if we would just trust that and really connect with that and simplify, you know, simplify everything. That's what I love about meditation. Everything gets really simple. There's nothing in front of you. There's no electronics. Your eyes are closed. You're, You're focused. You're grounding. You're breathing. That's it. And it's like, you know, if we can get back to that, then we have the opportunity to remember, to connect with, and to trust. And we're going to need trust because right now we're living in a time where the illusion is getting bigger and bigger, and we're watching that in politics. We're watching that in the financial industry. We're watching that in spiritualism. We're watching that all over the place. And people are scratching their heads going, well, I don't know who to believe, and I don't know what to believe. And this, again, is what I have said, and, you know, I know many of you out there are smiling when I say this. It's an inside job. We must go within. We must trust ourselves at a very deep level and and go inside and do the process because, you know, I, I watch so many of my clients go outside of themselves and try to, find the love and the reassurance and the, the, you know, I'm okay, you know, respect, you know, validation, all of that outside of themselves. And it's like, it's like a a vicious circle. It just goes round and round and round and it's, and they're never fulfilled. They never feel loved, validated and respected because they're going outside of themselves to find it. And we really, I mean, we may have been able to do that, you know, 20 years ago. And, and actually had some kind of love, validation, and respect come to us. But we're in a t- different time now. We're in a, an energetic time that is such a higher frequency that if we don't match our energy at a higher frequency to that energy that's there now, we're, we're going to really have a hard time. I've said that on your show before. I'll yeah. say it again. We must raise our vibration to be able to manage and handle and 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 operate in this fifth dimension. Yes, yes. You know, something I've noticed, Sonia, and I'm sure you can reflect on this, is um, what helps me to go within personally, and I know many people, is by exploring my relationship with the earth, which is, and with, you know, the the universe, the multiverse, as reflected mm-hmm. through mm-hmm nature. And when I do that, and actually I've had a week that's been so tumultuous and busy. It's so rare for me. I haven't been out there. I have not been out there since Sunday, which but I'll be correcting that very soon because I can tell. I can tell, you know, but but the question here and the invitation perhaps to people is when you develop that relationship with the earth you feel whole i mean that's been Mm -hmm. my experience i you know you you can feel that fullness within and and on this summer solstice perhaps you can explore that more 
energetically for our audience. Well, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's. I'm, I just got back from Scotland, which was mind blowing. Just the most amazing trip I have ever had in my life, and I've been all over the world. This, this was just so incredible. I mean, we connected with the earth in the way that I always have felt in my heart and soul Mm -hmm. that is truly meant to be. And that is that the earth energy, it was wild there. I mean, it was so wild. (laughs) And the earth energy was just rising up through our feet and filling up our bodies. And it was so intense. And and Uh the place where I did the the meditation retreat, that I did in, in it's Forez, the town. Um, it was it was in a portal and the portal was the sixth dimension. Not the fifth dimension, the sixth mm. dimension. Mm-hmm. And it was mind blowing. We sat in meditation for four days in the sixth dimension. It was like everything was seamless. It was so smooth. The energy was so incredibly soft and beautiful. And we were just higher than kites. I mean, who needs drugs, man? This is so (laughs) incredible. Seriously, to drop into that. Yeah, to drop into that higher frequency. And we went out and we meditated at the Findhorn River. And I saw this. Yeah, I saw this entire (laughs) tribe of people standing on the opposite bank while Uh I was in this deep meditation. And I looked at them and I said who are you guys? And they said, well, we're a tribe of people that are known as the fairies. And I went, oh, my God, that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. These people, these, you know, these incredible, kind of like the Tuthaladanon from Ireland, you know, it's like a, 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 a group of beings, people who lived at one time that were called fairies. And they were incredible. I mean, they were there everywhere we went. I saw them, but they were large. They were big like us you know, but the mm-hmm. human looking. But I I felt so connected in a way that I, yes, I feel that way when I'm here in Portland, Oregon, or anywhere else on the planet. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say that because Scotland is so untouched in so many ways, that energy that we all used to connect with on a regular basis is still very strongly there. Um, I have to go way up in the mountains in Oregon to really access that kind of energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, it, it I, was, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. It you was know. phenomenal, and 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 to, for people during the solstice to be able to go out on the land, you know, this is about the sun and the earth and and this connection, and to be able to you know say a prayer and honor the sun and you know say a prayer and honor the earth and feel that connection of you know source coming down through your head and earth rising up through your feet into your body and the two meeting at your heart it really is the sacred union the the marriage between those two energies coming through you mm-hmm. you know i love this theme of simplification i'd i'd like to return to that and how we relate that i'm still now i'm looking at our show on the live page it's still the same way it's just like pure light i i've never mm-hmm. seen it do this before ever i only with you sonia <laughs> i love it I isn't think that great anyway um <laughs> simplification well i guess that would be simplification <laughs> pure this right. the purity okay that's it the purity the innocence mm-hmm. That that core essence, that mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. however you label I don't even know if I can label it. It seems like so many of us are being called, and it can be having a real effect. Like we may be releasing baggage, we may be releasing homes, we may be releasing all kinds of things, mm-hmm. and we feel called to this mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. place, it, this state, the simplification of being, mm-hmm. of sim- yes, mm-hmm. and and it's it's mm-hmm. happening. I just read an article about how this is a movement. It's beyond. I mean, not just the one we've heard about, like in real simple or anything. But there are people who are like engineers. They don't even need to be that spiritual. They're just giving up all their stuff and they just have a backpack and they're like, they're like living like you know maybe people as students, <laughs> you know, where they were right. wandering around. They're just enjoying. Life and they're just giving up the fancy home or the fancy car mm-hmm. or whatever, and mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. just they're just going back to to pure discovery, and and maybe and I guess it has to be spiritual to to be doing that, but maybe not even we, consciously. It's because we all feel it, whether you're conscious, you're unconscious, you're spiritual, you're not spiritual. We all feel it. There is a, uh-huh. this is, we're coming to an end of a phase of humanity. And this yeah. phase has been going on since Atlantis and Lemuria. And we're coming to the end of that phase. All of the children, people I've been reading and, you know, working with who, who have babies, they're pregnant, they've got little ones. All of these kids coming through are star seeds. They're not from yeah. Earth. None of us are from Earth either, but we've got lots of incarnations. We've been doing this for a long time. These are brand new little beings. They've not had any incarnations or maybe one or two lives on Earth, and they are here to literally start the new phase of humanity on Earth. And this is this is we're all feeling this transition and there's a lot of movement and this yeah. illusion that many people continue to live in it part of that illusion is having all of these things collecting stuff and having you know all of this materialism around us that keeps us from the truth it keeps us from really dealing with our own feelings it keeps us from you know getting down to what is really the most important thing and that is you know living in a state of of deep inner peace we yeah. have that ability and gosh you know if the listeners you know, are kind of thinking, well, I don't, I don't know how to get to that. What do you mean? You do have the ability to live your life in a deep state of inner peace, but it takes work, it takes discipline, and it takes you being committed to doing, um, to doing exactly that, to working on yourself and really addressing some of the things that um, have, you know, caused these emotional wounds and karma and all the rest of it that we're we're contending with while we're in physical form yes yes Mm -hmm. and and you know when you begin to glimpse that and i know that um i i am so grateful that in my own spiritual practice i'm getting to that point more and more because i used to be a really tense person truthfully and i'm not saying not one of us is immune from being human and the things that we feel but i'll tell you what when you start to feel that there's nothing doesn't matter what's going on in the outside mm-hmm. world you mm-hmm. can really find that place and the other thing about this simplification thing that i want to know because this refers back to some it does literally weigh you down is when you start feel i can feel sonia the weight of all of the, my stuff, files mm-hmm. that I don't need, and, you know, just stuff. 
I mean, just mm-hmm. random stuff. And and I know there are other people who can. I mean, and it, is it? Is it? What is it right now? It feels like mm-hmm. it's weighing more than it ever has. That it literally is an energetic drag on me. Mm-hmm. Just and I can't wait to clear it. You know, just clear mm-hmm. it, clear it, clear it, clear it. Because why? Why do we carry all this baggage? Just quite literally with us, emotional right. and physical in real life. Right, right. And remember I talked about gravitational waves? Yep, yep. You know, yeah, I mean, that's like gravity coming at us in all directions, above, below, to the side, at our uh-huh. feet. Well, what do you think that's going to do? That's going to that's gonna definitely affect us. And it's going to yeah. cause people to feel agitated and irritated and bugged and like, oh, what, what is wrong? I just don't feel like I'm right today. I'm sure uh-huh, your listeners uh-huh. can all agree that there's days like that where you're just bugged. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just don't feel like I'm comfortable right now. And part of that is, you know, this bombardment of energy and the fact that we're in a higher frequency and we're experiencing it in it not in such a dense atmosphere that we've had for centuries. It's, it, you know, everything's changed. And the poles are shifting, and you know we've got a whole new thing going on with the Earth. And I feel that um, there needs to be a, a, I guess a, a moment, particularly for people in this country, to come to terms with what the cycles really are, what summer solstice really means. Yeah. That we are, you know, we are welcoming the sun. We are making that prayer to the sun for giving us life because if we didn't have the sun believe me we wouldn't have life we wouldn't have food you know for really making that prayer to the sun and to the earth and recognizing that through all of these cycles the equinox and then the winter solstice and then the spring equinox that we that there is always life and death there is a cycle of rebirth and death throughout the year with plants with animals, with humans, with everything that is alive on the planet. And in this country in particular, um, we have gotten so far from that cycle and embracing that death is as much a part of living as birth is that yeah. it, um, it, it, it's really concerning me because people are not prepared. And they're certainly not prepared the way that, that you know, I remember my grandparents being prepared you know, we've talked about this before, Susan, where mm-hmm. people, you know, a long time ago really were very much understanding and accepting of death because they knew that this, you know, this is a part of the human experience. And we've just gotten so good at medicine and keeping people alive that we we separate more and more from that. So in this longest day in the celebration of the sun, you know, let's remember that balance, you know, that we're celebrating this summer solstice, but we're also understanding that there is a cycle that the earth goes through and a cycle that we go through and that it's yeah. all okay because we never really go, you know, in, into a state of nothingness as in death, but we go on. We are infinite in our experience. And I, yeah. I, I tell people this all the time. If there's anything that you can, um, you know, hear me say and really trust, if you, because I don't expect everybody to have my experience of seeing spirits and talking to the other side and going into that angelic realm, but I do want people to trust that it is absolutely the beginning. You know, when we die, it is the beginning 
of a new time, a new life, a new way of being. And we're returning to our original state of being. We're in spirit form. It's when we come here to be in physical form, humans, that it's not our natural state. Which is why a lot of people have resistance to it and get bugged. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's so weird that you're so synchronistic sometimes. I don't know. I was studying some... I'm often studying historical figures. I do a lot of research of my own, which one of these days I will write about more. But I was contemplating how much more difficult it was for us in other lives because, you know, we're living these lives even concurrently across time. I was I can't mm-hmm. even remember what historical figure I was looking at, some author or something, where um, I was looking at their parents and it was like, Something like nine out of twelve of their their young children died, you know, of of various diseases. Mm-hmm. This was mm-hmm. before we could handle that. And and if you really think, you know, because we lived these lives, Sonia, you know, these are not distant lives. This is what I think no, about I know. when I see this. Is I think, you know, we concurrently across time are actually living in those ages when death really is a part of life and just imagine what you had to accept in those days and you you just learned to navigate through that and and we have in this current age and you know I don't want to I don't want to 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 without even lowering the vibration to talk about this is that it's a matter like you say of of understanding it's just a part of the cycle. It's part of being human. I mean, it's never, I'm sure it wasn't easy then, it's not easy now, but it's still something we just don't pay attention to, especially in right. in our culture here. I mean, other cultures, they have like the Day of the Dead. They have ways of of interacting. They, they have a different view. And, mm-hmm. and we need to mature, I feel, in a way, um, and, mm-hmm. and accept what it's like here on planet Earth, and and not let our hearts be so troubled as as we often do. Right, right. Well, there's such a fear. There's um, you know, the again, the collective karmic experience that we're in right now. If we have a theme song for this time, mm-hmm. <laughs> is about mm-hmm. is about fear. We're really all experiencing yeah. fear. We just came from shock. And there were lots of shocking things yeah. that took place, and a lot of people called no me and said, "I'm so shocked that blah blah blah." And yeah. we're, we're kind of we're kind of moving out of shock and now into just you know hardcore fear. People feel feel fearful about the financial market. They feel fearful about the the election. You know, politics, everything. It's you know they're afraid that things are going to end. Whatever. There's a lot of fear, and this is how we can all really help ourselves and each other by working on this in terms of the collective in that as we said if you go inside and you do the inner work that's where you're going to really confront where the fear is coming from and most of the time it's the inner child and the inner child when they experienced fear as a little person is oftentimes where that emotional wound is so when we feel fear now as adults it's like a direct line into that emotional wound, and that gets triggered, and it's a double whammy. It's like childhood fear and then adult fear. So yeah. I always think it's the best, um, the best thing to do is to first 
communicate with the child and tell them that actually they're safe, you've got this, you are the adult, and you will help, you will manage this. And then you stay in your adult and you manage the situation accordingly. There are some things that are simply out of our hands, you know, like what's happening in the universe and what's happening with earthquakes and volcanoes. I mean, that's where we have to really be the adventurers that we were when we first incarnated on Earth and say, wow, this is a turbulent planet. And in fact, if I look out to the cosmos, the, the universe is turbulent. There's all kinds of things that are destroying black holes, destroying oh, this. Oh, sure. You know, there's just chaos yeah, everywhere. The, the galaxies are colliding. I mean, I mean yes. if, you wanna, if you could worry all day long about what's going on out exactly. there. I mean, if you wanted to. It's, <laughs> right. It's but the, true. But the common, the common thread is that it's turbulent, and it can be very turbulent on Earth. And here mm-hmm. we are, these wonderful infinite souls having a human experience going wow i'd really like it to be calm and peaceful and i'd love to sit down and just have a cup of tea and watch game of thrones (laughs) that would just be great but you know it's it's sometimes we're called to action because many people don't remember this but our experience as souls spans vast amounts of time and different planets and different galaxies. And we just have so much more experience than we ever give ourselves credit for because we're so busy just trying to survive this human experience. It's really intense. Yeah. You know, we feel so many things and we get overwhelmed by our feelings and then we're like, ah, you know, I feel paralyzed. I'm feeling all this stuff. And, um, again, I, all I can say to that is, Get down, get your hands dirty. It's an inside job. We got to go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, never have we been called more to to trust. I love that how you mentioned mm-hmm. trust a little bit earlier. Is that you know mm-hmm. we we created these experiences to help us to grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're here yes. for a reason. If we can only begin to see that. Um, it makes it much easier because, you know, if we wanted it with no conflicts, nothing, no friction, mm-hmm. heck, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be on planet Earth. Why would we bother to come here if we didn't want to grow? I mean, we could just still be one with all that is and source and, mm-hmm. you know, in total bliss all the time, and we wouldn't be human. And yet mm-hmm. we have to mm-hmm. feel so thankful for our human mm-hmm. experience and for the the depths of our feeling and you know just just mm-hmm. the adventure you know and it is like well, Everest sometime here it, it is it is it's a huge adventure but do you know the one thing that I notice that people again this this is a part of this you know deeper programming in our soul body and that is you know this what I just described about the universe, there's lots yeah. of destruction and chaos, you yeah. know, is that we're really hardwired with that. It's like, no, no, it's going to crash. I know it. And, <laughs> you know, the world's going to end and it's going to all blow up. It's like we all get in that, you know, that cycle. Yeah. And we watch a yeah. lot of shows that have also uh-huh. been written with that kind of energy. Yeah. And, yeah. And all I ask the listeners to do, especially when you go out and do your thing for summer solstice, is Find where in your life that something is good or something's going yeah. right. 
because we tend to focus on all the things that are wrong and all the things that have gone bad and all the things that are happening that really suck and we'd rather not have to go through that. Focus just a little bit of your time on what is going right or what does feel good in your life and something that is positive or good. Maybe it's just the way your child smiles at you. Maybe it's it's the fact that your car runs and you have gas in your car. Whatever it is, find that and feel that in your body. Feel that goodness, that feeling of, yeah, but I do have clothes on my back and I do have a roof over my head and I'm so grateful I have food in the refrigerator. Feel it in your body because we have to constantly be retraining our whole system to be in that state rather than this, you know, self-destruct, okay, you know, everything's going to hell in a handbasket and now I'm going to pollute my body with something because I'm depressed. You know, that's that spiraling down kind of energy. And it takes a lot of work to to, to not spiral down but to spiral up. You know, as you're saying this, it came to me, you know, what really do we have to lose? to focus on the good in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, even mm-hmm. if the world was going to, say the world was going to end tomorrow, say mm-hmm. the galaxy was going to crash, you know, some some, some mm-hmm. galaxy is going to crash into ours or the, a, a black hole is going to appear from out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Or planet, you know, you can worry about so many things or many earthly disasters, whatever. What mm-hmm. in the world do we have to lose? in focusing on the things that we have to be thankful for. We have nothing to lose. I mean, that we have everything to gain. And there's no point right. in focusing on anything else. Worrying right. isn't going to help. Even if the, wor- no. the end was coming, focusing on it is right. the last thing that we would want to do. And that's in the microcosm, too, for those smaller well, things that we may fear. And we do, we do have the ability in this fifth dimension to shift our future, and and yes. that is because the future is liquid. It's not formed yes. yet, and the more we put yes. our thoughts as a collective on one thing, the more that as a collective we will manifest that, good, bad, or ugly. So my feeling is, okay, so, you know, we've got this whole kind of doom and gloom thing hardwired. Let's get that out, and let's really focus on this golden era that I see us moving towards. You know, I'm telling you, sitting yeah. in that, yeah. in the sixth dimension, in that portal in Scotland, in this meditation retreat that I did, really gave me incredible hope about the future and what we are headed yeah. for in this golden era. And it was so profound, I booked Scotland for next year. So for oh, those of you who are going, oh, I want to go. I'm doing another meditation retreat in you. Scotland in May next year, and uh-huh. and I'm I'm so excited because to have that that glimmer of oh, this is what we're moving towards. We just need to get through this kind of like these growing pains of this fifth yes. dimension so that we can move into this higher frequency. Yep. Yes. Yes. I. I so fully believe that. And I will tell you, Sonia, there have been times um, when I go out into nature and sometimes what I'll do is I'll sit and meditate in nature. And when I open my eyes, it's like the whole landscape has become clearer. It's right out of the Celestine Mm -hmm. prophecy where he talks Mm -hmm. about that. I mean, it's literally clearer. It's It's a different dimension. 
and you it know is, it, and, and it's and vi- its vibrancy it. is totally different than when you yep. maybe just walked out the door and grabbed your car keys to get in your car. It's totally different. It is. Yeah, and it's because your energy is truly connecting with earth energy and that energy is so alive as we all know. It's so alive. Yes. But it's yes. got different levels. You can see different things in the trees and the plants and in the air when you are really deeply connecting with the earth. And the earth is really here, everyone who's listening. The earth is really here to help us. There are places on the earth where people have laid down in the ground and received a full-on healing from earth mm-hmm. energy. Oh, oh, and we I do that, that in all we do that in all of my meditation retreats. We I go in and ask for incredibly uh like profound healings happen with people not only with my guides but with the earth when we were in scotland earth energy came up into everybody's bodies but it was it was in different energies different vibrations metal and wood and earth and all of these different energies came in and it was really incredible to experience that and i feel that people have again the opportunity when we have these gateways that open, like the summer solstice coming up now on the 20th, you know, we have this gateway to open and just simply sit down on the earth, you know, give her your prayers, give the sun gratitude in thanking the sun for all that you receive from light to food to energy here on earth and and really, um, I think that's that. I think that is truly the ticket to being alive is simply to have gratitude for everything that we have. Because yeah. I know in yeah. my life, when I live in a state of gratitude, everything comes to me like it's effortless. What comes to me, and I and I attribute that to being in gratitude all the time. Even for the crappy stuff, even for the stuff that happens mm-hmm. that was painful or hard, you know, to yeah. say in my prayers, thank you for this lesson, for this, uh, you know, this opportunity mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. where I needed to learn something and grow from that. Yes, yes, that is that you know? is so key. You know, something when you mention the healing in nature, Sonia, something that I have done and I've noticed it makes a difference is. Um, Leaning against a tree, your whole back, your all of your chakras, if you can find mm-hmm. a tree. In fact, there's a tree I know of that was struck by lightning. And if I, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and I can literally get dizzy, I mean, there especially. And actually, mm-hmm. if you, mm-hmm. you can feel the energetic signatures. And it is a healing energy. I mean, there's so many ways that if we just get out mm-hmm. into nature and get in contact, in physical contact with the earth, um, mm-hmm. and, and it's a, certainly the thing to do around solstice time. We can feel Absolutely. it. It is clear, the energy coming through. We can feel it. And we can Absolutely. send it. We can send it to others. I've done that, too, where I've mm-hmm. focused on someone who has an injury or whatever and send mm-hmm. to to that person out of love. And, and you know, mm-hmm. we can, we, there's, so, there's so many possibilities for us on this planet. If only and I think we could I think, see that. Right, I agree, and I think I think you know in the in the basis of what I teach and how I teach, I'm a real like my whole um, 
teaching is about grounding one's energy because I think a lot of people don't understand their energy and what Uh it's doing. And inappropriately, they hook up with other people. Other people end up experiencing someone's energy hooking up and they feel sick or they feel, you know, bad or they feel this or they feel that. And so I teach people to ground their energy, to ground Uh their chakras, Uh to ground the energy from their chakras so that we are ultimately vessels for that divine coming through and the earth energy coming up. And if the energy goes out from any center, I encourage it to be the heart because Uh the one thing that is the most powerful tool that we have to work with is love. Love is by far the most powerful protection we can have. It's the most powerful, um, you know, connectivity with other people and it, yeah. it, it, to me, love solves everything. And I feel yeah. that when yeah. people understand their energy well enough to ground it and to be grounded, which most people don't under, even understand what that concept is, and this is why I teach meditation retreats so that people yeah. can learn that, is it will help them to free up what is pride pride and ego and all of these things that that cause us to want to do this or do that because people tend to be more in the ego rather than in that authenticity within themselves do you understand that yeah people are much more in the ego so so i work with this grounding so that everyone has a way to kind of get out of their own way (laughs) and set all that other stuff aside and we're in yeah. a time right now, again, with this grand cross going on, where people's pride is going to really be in 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 the forefront. And it's a great time to sort of put yourself in check with that. Where am I being prideful? Why do I feel prideful about this? And how can I not have to be so invested with my energy in this argument that I'm having with my neighbor or whatever it is, you know, people got Mm -hmm. stuff going on. Mm -hmm. But a lot of Mm -hmm. times our pride gets in there is to pull back and say, okay, I don't need to send my energy into this situation. I need to ground that energy into the earth. Give it to the earth. Say, yes, say, you know, Mother Earth, I need to give this to you because I feel prideful about it. I'm having a hard time working this out with my neighbor or with my friend, and I don't know what else to do. I'm going to give it to you. And boom, there it goes, down into the earth. It's absorbed. You're grounded. You're disengaged. You're not sending energy into something that's really, you know, like a negative for you. It's difficult. And and you're there to you know you 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 now you're you're free. It's like okay now I can receive this divine energy coming in, uh-huh. and I can get the help from the earth that I need. But yeah. we don't look at the earth as yeah. getting help, right? We look at the earth as sort of this thing. This oh yeah, I've, you know I've got a house and and I've got a couple trees in the backyard and you know it's like it's it's the decorations, yeah. you know. But the earth is so much energy, so yeah. much energy. Wow. You know, this has gone by so fast today, mm-hmm. Sonia. And, mm-hmm. and as we, um, you know, what I, I think what I'd like to do here at the end, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, just I'll give you the opportunity first to tell us a little bit about what you have coming up and also give myself mm-hmm. an opportunity to thank you 
again mm-hmm. for being Thank here, you. dear soul. And then I would like you to reflect for us or maybe say part of the Earthways prayer or whatever you'd like to do mm-hmm. as we as we head towards the end of of the episode today. Okay. Um, so if you could, could do sure. that for us, I would appreciate sure. it. Well, the first thing I want to share is that I've got an incredible meditation retreat coming up in October at Joshua Tree Retreat in Southern California. And it's all on the mental body. It's so much about what we've been talking about today, about learning how to get out of the way and get the ego out of the way and go into deep meditation and really experience that earth energy. There's a lot of healing that's going to take place for people. There's so much healing that our minds need in order for us to function and be in the world. So this is October 6th through the 9th um, at Joshua Tree Retreat. It's on my website, Sonia, S-O-N-J-A, Grace, G-R-A-C-E.com. You can also pre-order my new book, Spirit Traveler, there. And the last thing that I would like to share with all of you listeners and the people who aren't listening that maybe will hear on a different level, it seems and feels at time that we are heading into dark times, that there is a lot of darkness and a lot of chaos going on in the world. And each one of us carries a light that is bigger and brighter than the entire sun, and that's Mm. in your heart. And I encourage all of you to let that heart, that light in your heart, shine bright. Let it be so bright that it fills up your whole auric field and you're filling your field up with love. And that each one of us carries that love, that incredible, that inc- incredible synergy between the divine coming through you and, and the earth energy coming up through your feet and your legs to your heart and that energy is just exploding from your heart because each one of us has the ability to shape and create our future and if we work as a collective and we work with the understanding that there is good and bad and right and wrong and we don't have to participate in the duality we actually have this place that we can step back this deep inner peace and simply observe it. We can actually change many, many things that are happening here on earth at this time. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I love, I love you, Susan. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. And you take care. You too. Thank you for all you're doing. Uh-huh. Thank you. All right. Talk to you next time. Okay. All right. Take care. Um, Just a couple of show notes. Um, We are moving into a quieter time for this show in the summer, as often that happens. But I have another show coming up Friday, June 24th at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Danushia Love will be here, and she's going to talk about her new book where she shares things um, in the spirit of Mary Magdalene. And Danushia is a friend of mine that I've, she's a spiritual teacher overseas that has touched my heart. And so I'm really looking forward to, to having her on because um, she and I 
have shared some wonderful energy together. And so, anyway, Danushia Love will be here next week, Friday, June 24th, a very relaxed and loving and um, giving kind of a show where we can just share this beautiful energy, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. FrontierBeyondFear.com is where to go to find out about all future shows and past shows. When we do go into a quieter time in the summer, that's your opportunity. And I know many of you do go back and look through the archives, and that is your chance to do so. So I invite you, find the past shows with Sonia Grace as well. She's done other summer solstice shows, and what a perfect time to discover those two. So thank you, everyone, for being here. And may you feel peace in your spirit. May you feel that heart of love that Sonia talked to us about. That really touched me when she was talking. I can still feel the energy. So you, I hope that you feel it, too. I'm losing even the ability to speak about it. It's so powerful, that energy in our hearts. Take care, everyone. Thank you.